advised. Spoiler alert episode. Spoiler. Please be advised. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Greetings, citizens of the Marvel Universe. Welcome to Spoiler Rep 5-0, the Big 50. You demanded it, true believers. Yes. <laughs> we haven't done a Spoiler Rep in quite a while. It's been, I mean, since Morgan. Morgan. Yeah, I we don't even remember that coming movie. Up for our, our final, uh, final <laughs> Kickstarter reward um, we've got coming up in a couple of weeks. Yep. Another spoiler coming up. And uh, But today, you demanded it, Doctor Strange spoiler with... Jackie Cation. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Hi, guys. Why does Jackie Cation always get to do the Marvel ones? Because she shows up with cussing the character. <laughs> Went to the long boxes, you guys. Went to the long boxes. <laughs> Saw the movie a second time in... In 3D. In... First time 2D, second time 3D. We're going to get into yes. that. Yes, yeah, I definitely. saw it in three triple Ds. I like yeah. the three. I like the D's. Great it movie to see in 3D. It's the reason 3D was invented. The fucking yes. reason 3D <laughs> yeah. was invented. And nobody threw an arrow at the at my chair. Uh, it just was in 3D. It was right. right. <laughs> <laughs> um, It'd be weird if someone threw an arrow at your chair too. <laughs> well, that's what it looks like yeah. when you go to a 3D movie. So, ladies and gentlemen, if it is your first time listening to a spoiler app, we are only going Weird. to talk about one. <laughs> <laughs> what do you? How'd you find this? Um, <laughs> All we're going to talk about is Doctor Strange, and we will reveal uh, the ending key points. So if you are, are like just fumbled across this, like you're like, I don't understand podcasts, <laughs> and you suddenly are listening to this. If you don't want to know the ending of this movie, stop listening now, watch it, and then start listening again. So we were going to divulge everything. Buckle up. Get ready. Doctor Strange spoiler ep. Um we all loved it, start? right? We all yeah. loved it. Yeah, we really, all loved really it. Really enjoyed it. We all thought they it. stuck the landing again. Yes, again mm-hmm. here. And I will, I will, I will. We'll start with mime because I would never read Doctor Strange. Right. Right. Um, covers like this one that Jackie the the retro one. Oh, okay. Okay. This, uh, Doctor Strange: The Oath by um, Brian K. Vaughn. Yeah. Doctor Strange: The Oath uh, by Brian K. Vaughn. This is art the, by Martin. Art by Martin is the type of cover that made me as a kid go, Nah, nah. It, it comic looks, books are dumb. No, no, yeah. not comic books are dumb. But oh. unless there's a guy in a tight suit punching people, I don't care what this <laughs> this <laughs> carnival right. uh, tarot card reader is doing. <laughs> Yeah. So it was right in my... So mystic art's not for you. Nope. I don't like mystic arts. I like guys... What about the guy on the Venture Brothers who is essentially the Doctor Strange guy? (laughs) Uh, You know, on the Venture Brothers, I forget his name. Why can I forget his name? He's so great. He's... Or Dr. Orpheus. That's it. Dr. Orpheus. Dr. Orpheus on the Venture Brothers is so funny. Maybe because my dad was a PhD, I just didn't like a lot of doctors. Um, <laughs> right, and this hand gesture just makes you uncomfortable. The hand gesture, the crazy thing. Spooky. I was like, you know, the only guy with the the white temples I want is like Nick Fury or Sergeant Rock or one of those guys right, right. pumping lead or fists into someone that had it coming. Right. So I was never a big Doctor Strange person. The trailer made me go, this looks great. Yeah. Right. I forget the trailer now. What was yeah. the, the... By the Crimson Bands of Krytorak. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw this movie at the Chinese theater in laser 3D. Oh my gosh. That sounds awesome. The greatest. Now, it's expensive. This is a 20-some dollar ticket. Right? Like, really? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is a, like three times a year. Yeah. That's the high-end 3D, too. Now that we have like different versions of 3D... Mm-hmm. 
Um, that's like the high end crispest one. And oh, wow, it was. Mm-hmm. Now a, I might have to see it again. Yeah, oh. you, it, it makes a difference. When I saw when you were, were telling me about, it, I'm like, how much different is that? I'm telling you. It? And I went to see it, and I'm like, oh my god. Let, yeah, l- I get let me it. make this recommendation right now. The next time you see a trailer for a movie that you think that actually is designed for 3D and will look great, go to the Chinese theater. Okay. See it in the best possible 3D you can. You can now, win. what's the name of the system? Is it a Dolby system? Do you know? It's THX. THX. Okay. And it's, okay. Um, it's, they call it literally laser 3D. Laser 3D. I don't know why they have lasers, but... Um, <laughs> it makes it more precise. Sure. Sure, that's why. That's why they um, did it. But it was so much fun. It was everything that we've talked about in the past about why Marvel is great. Yeah. It is specific. It's a vi- specific... To, go ahead. Specific to this universe, yep. specific to these characters, and yet still in the Marvel world without being repetitive. And a perfectly good movie all on its all own. All on its yes. own. All Which on its is own. one of the best things that Marvel does. Mm-hmm. And But all the spoiler stuff at the very end of it, you know, all the, all this, the Stinger sure. stuff, um, that didn't... They didn't explain Jack. <laughs> They're like, no, no, we're just going to have these two stingers and you can figure them out. You'll, you'll get it. Which is just for yeah. the super fans. Right. Like you could have never seen a Marvel movie, don't know anything about Doctor Strange. And I think you, you just could, like Sherlock. You just like Sherlock. Yeah, see exactly. This movie. Right. Instead of an arrogant British guy, he plays an arrogant American. Right. Yeah. <laughs> There were some remarkable similarities between the characters. Right. Uh, <laughs> all of Benedict Cumberbatch's, uh, all of his roles are that of a guy who knows more than we than you do right. yes. or me. Even when he's playing a dragon. Even when he's playing, especially when he's. Oh, are you dragons, kidding? He does. Dragons are arrogant on their own. <laughs> exactly. Just call him what he's just. He was method. That was yeah. method. Yeah. I you know I I'm always looking for the English actor with the hard American R I'm doing an American <laughs> accent. And not, it was, he did a pretty decent job, I yeah. thought. Like, like. His face looked weird yeah. doing it. Because that's not how I. He looked uncomfortable. I, <laughs> or I couldn't tell if he was comfortable. I was just like, I kept looking at his mouth going, I think that's working too hard a little bit. But that was, that was all. I, and and I didn't notice some, it that often. Maybe it was a little dubbing after. The movie? Uh, possibly, possibly. <laughs> had an American had A little ADR uh, <laughs> action. I'm like, look, you know, you still sound a little bit too British. Let's record your entire, all of your dialogue again. In the uh, but but so, I had a blast. And I was curious going into this episode about what you, guys like you who have read the comics and knew all the characters, how it, was that for you? You know, I, I have to say, like, I read the, like, old school Doctor Strange stuff. When I discovered right, you read, kid, You like read Steve Stan Ditko, Lee and Steve Ditko yeah, and like, all that. Like, the crazy stuff that, like, nothing was too weird or too ethereal. Like, you know, him going back in time to witness creation and talking to God. Like, literally crazy things like that. And then, you know, later he's fighting Dracula to destroy all the vampires in the world. <laughs> you know, like, like crazy storylines like that. But they were so cool and so inventive and so different Sorry. that they were always uh, entertain- entertaining. And then there's uh, that one graphic novel, Into Shambhala, which is... Who the, wrote that? That's, I think it's Dematius. Okay. Uh, but, I, but it was one of those... Uh, jokes in the movie like Shambhala was that oh it's the yeah. password but that's one of the famous graphic novels oh um, so and see there were so many easter eggs that I was like right. I didn't you're not, get all you're never going to see all right. of them you're never going to get all of them but uh, uh, what I really liked about the character too is 
you never really got into the backstory in the old comics. Like it was like, you know how Spider-Man, Jesus, it's like referenced in almost every issue, you know? <laughs> well, Dr. Strange didn't do that. Like, you know, if you really wanted the origin, you had to find the origin story. It, right. It, it was very rarely referenced. Was distracted driving yes. always. Yeah. <laughs> in the 60s, in 2016, that guy yeah. uh, has a, a fancy car that he drives like a jackass and right. he's looking, he's screwing around. Now he can't do surgery again. So he's looking right. for a cure. So, uh, but it was, it was always so trippy and always so interesting because you never know where it was, where it was going to go. And I really felt like the movie captured a lot of that. Like, you know, okay, well, the mystic arts, this opens up literally everything, you know, you've got demons and other dimensions, right? And all, all these, uh, rule, but I mean, what I, I, love I think too, that it did so much for Marvel, that yeah. character, yes. because then they could grab Dracula's. As Deadpool right. calls them. Right. <laughs> um, Draculas. He's like, we're not all named Dracula. Yeah. We're vampires. <laughs> right. Keep well, talking we, to me, Draculas. Yeah. <laughs> then we could bring in Blade, yep. you know, eventually. Yeah. Uh, so I, I really think that uh, the movie captured the spirit of that. Like, this is, these are the rules. Like, it didn't also go into, like, all these crazy tangents. Like, well, here's the rule, but now we're going to break the rule. Now here's another rule. Now we're going to break it. It really focused in on, here's how magic and the mystic arts work, and we're going to stick to how this goes. Um, I will say the one uh, thing that I would have liked to have seen a little more of in the movie that I remember in the animated movie. Remember there was an animated movie that came out a little while back? Yeah, I saw that. Um, When Doctor Strange first gets hurt and he goes to Tibet and he starts training basically with the the ancient one. Which the ancient one who was not Tilda Swinton. Yes, was not Tilda Swinton. Um, There was a a scene that was kind of like a metaphor for who he was going to become. Like he kept telling him he had to keep building and tearing down this wall. Like, and he didn't see the point of it. He kept doing it, kept doing it, kept doing it, couldn't figure it out. And ultimately the, um, the ancient one said, well, no, the wall's not even there. And then when he finally figured out there was no wall and it was kind of a cool thing of him getting over his greatest enemy, which was himself. Well, and that is, of course, my... F- I mean, this is to jump to the end of the damn movie, and I don't want to do that, but my favorite no, scene... No, you can't. It's spoiler it. Okay. Talk about yeah. the whole thing. So, do it. Okay, so in any order, obviously, in any right? Order. Okay, so my favorite scene in the movie, the first time I saw it, was my favorite line, which was, it's not about you. Right. Is when Tilda Swinton says, it's <laughs> not about you. Yeah. I laughed and laughed and laughed, because that is his problem. His problem yes. is himself, right? Uh-huh. Well, the second time I watched that movie, and she says, it's not about you, my favorite part was how... Benedict Cumberbatch played it, which was exactly how Doctor Strange has played it for 40 years, which is, that can't be the problem. (laughs) The problem isn't me. No, 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 I'm sure there, isn't there a book? And (laughs) I'm sure there has to be some, you know, and it was, it was that type of thing that was, that made the, that gave the heart that we always want in a Marvel movie, you know? Mm -hmm. We want all movies, but Marvel has done such a good job making them about real people. Inside of this giant $200 million (laughs) spectacle. Like, how do they keep doing this? It's an anomaly, because when you see that big of a budget, it's almost like a foregone conclusion. Well, the script's going to be dumb. The characters, let's just hope it's Jerry not. Jerry Bruckheimer is a lot to answer for. Yes. yes. There's a lot to answer for. And that, Michael that Bay. That Bay guy, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like, so you're just, it's, you're so, it's so amazing. So I, I want to get into the, the Tilda Swinton character because right. I love the introduction of her, how he meets her, her whole, uh, I love that, um, 
that it was a woman. It wasn't an elderly Asian man. Right, which which uh, Asian people were disappointed uh, right. because uh, yeah, because it's an elderly Asian man. But yes. I know why they did the casting was because she is the only other woman in that movie. And they were right. trying to sort of break it up a little bit. Right. And Wong was so great. Now, why didn't so they go great. to Tibet? Uh, for what? <laughs> Isn't it, wasn't it supposed to be set in, like, uh, Tibet? Um, does he go to... Does he go to I'd, I don't know that it was ever a real place. I mean, though, of right, course, yeah. he's on the Himalayans mm-hmm. at one point or Mount Everest or wherever the some hell he was. Fake city name, like, right? It wasn't it Kathmandu right. or some like? It was a real. It was a real city, but a fake school in the city, right, which felt right. like the city. I mean, it was uh, like it Hogwarts. Was, yeah, it was very <laughs> circly, circly. Oh, I get it. Poof, we're yes, somewhere. Right. <laughs> and but the, I think that that Tilda Swinton was a great choice in in. Sort of diversity casting sounds ridiculous, but I mean, in the way that a lot of these stories don't have any strong women characters, right. and so when they were written in the sixties, right, fifties, or whatever. Well, also his, you know, his servant was Asian. Wong. You know, Wong was basically he was the manservant and, in the uh, and, in and Wong's and, and Wong's going forward in the in the franchise, and Wong, that guy, did such a great job. Right. The uh, the actor started as a librarian. Started as a librarian, <laughs> but the Wong character has always been this very caricature of, you know, essentially the Pink Panther's sidekick. Kato. He's Kato. Kato. Yeah, mm-hmm. and in this movie, he is not Kato. Right. He is a person, and he is hilarious and a power unto himself. And what was I forget what staff he's he was carrying the the library or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I loved again knowing almost nothing about the backstory of it just as a, as a construction of a world. I loved how it was put together and I loved the messages that it had. And then that she ended up being bad and corrupt. I mean, like the, the, Oh, that um, T- Tilda Swinton was, Oh, that, that was, she was using the powers, yeah. but the th- she, she Maybe is the ancient cool. one. So she wasn't using her powers. I mean, you understand she is, she why Mordo not corrupt. She's, right. I mean, she's, the th- she's complicated. She's complicated. She's, right? That's what Strange says. <laughs> and that's what she's like, you don't understand how I'm doing this. But and, and there are many reasons for it. And we never do get to find out because she dies. Right? right. But you could you or does she or does she? Well, and she never came back in the because he's now the Sorcerer Supreme. Because she was the Sorcerer Supreme forever, right? Mm-hmm. Or the Ancient One was. And now uh, Stephen Strange is the Sorcerer but not at the end of the movie. So he's still got to work towards becoming the Sorcerer Supreme. The Earth doesn't have one, which means Doctor Strange 2 will be him, him. becoming, I think, the Sorcerer Supreme. After Thor, but he's going to be in Thor. Oh, he's going to be in Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah, he'll be in Ragnarok, and that'll be amazing. Uh, he'll he's like, oh, you need to find Odin. Let's go. <laughs> that <laughs> was in one of the. I'm trying to remember the two. One but, of the teas. Uh, it was the one of the stingers. Yeah, yeah. yeah one of the stingers. Yeah, yeah, and but and Mordo has traditionally been his arch enemy, and they gave Mordo more personality too. They mm-hmm. gave him a real reason to be his friend and a real reason to lose friendship, mm-hmm. and. Because in the beginning, he was just, he was like Cassilicus, uh, because what was the name of the, the guy who wanted Dormand, Dormandu? Dor, Dor, I'm fucking up all the names. Mads but Mikkelsen? The, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the MacGuffin. And uh, so. Cadilius? No. Just uh, something with us Cacilius. at the end. Cacilius. Yeah, Cassilius. Whatever. Mikkelsen. Yeah, okay. And so he, yeah, he was a bad guy. And but Mordo is is usually the bad guy right. in mm. all of the Doctor Strange and Dorman Dormandu or whatever. Mm. Dorm- so 
how did you guys then feel when they kind of at the end of the movie they make Mordo like I'm there's too many sorcerers I'm killing sorcerers so they're obviously setting us up for something are they setting us up for something that's a storyline from the comics or are they setting us up for something that we don't know it's that's new it's it looks new to me right it looks but I haven't yeah, read all the, the old characters stuff and putting uh, yeah I'm not sure it's been a while since I really but in Mordo and Mordo usually just wants. He uh he just wants power, you know. Right. He usually is not a guy who's like. Do you know the the staff of the Living Tribunal that he was carrying? Mm-mm. That was his staff. He said when he was talking about getting magical items, mm-hmm. and they're infused into the item if because because the magic costs. Um, but the staff of the Living Tribunal, the Living Tribunal is a real thing. The Living Tribunal is some cosmic. Uh, tribunal, and uh, and they and they're alive. Uh, that actually exists, or only exists in the Marvel universe. It exists in the lo- <laughs> no, it's not real. It's not the uh, the Living Tribunal. Uh, Father, Son, Holy Ghost is what you're thinking of. That's different. That's a different tribunal. Uh, the Living Tribunal is. Um, Can I start my own Living Tribunal? <laughs> Possibly. All I know is that when uh, when they uh, somebody some supervillain had to go before them, She Hulk defended them uh, in court in the court of the Living Tribunal. Oh. Oh, and God, that'd be awesome if we were, are we going to see a She-Hulk like uh, that that was the greatest run I uh, can't remember who wrote that it was such a great run of the fact that the when they said Living Tribunal I remember sitting up going why do I know that name the Living <laughs> and uh, but there was just so much the man and I, I wish I could remember the name of the staff that that uh, that Wong was carrying but I can't but there was uh, the Cape of Levitation uh, which was amazing and then well, the, now Cape of Levitation. Studio Ghibli character, right? Oh, why? Yeah. <laughs> Is that... Because it had its own personality. Oh, right. And it was like, you know, the way when you watch the Studio Ghibli movies, like the any inanimate object, whether it's a lamppost or whatever, is so infused with personality. Yeah. That's really what I saw when I saw that uh, that the cape just, oh, yeah. you know, it was literally, um, all right, you know, I'm going to bond to you, but I have my own ideas on how you should be doing things. Right. Yeah. Which is Dan so- Slott who wrote the... Uh, yes. The that's Tribune? exactly who did it. It was go. Dan Slott. Dan, you should read all things by Dan Slott, Mark Wade, and... Mm. Uh, um, and Brian K. Vaughn, offhand. Those are the three that come to mind. <laughs> so let's get into, let's go into the ending a little bit. What did you, how would you, how did you guys, what did you think of the ending? Did you like how it was left? It's, it was obviously very origin story opened. It was like the right. end of and Batman every- Begins where they get the Joker card. Oh, some, some new wingnut around Gotham. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's like- I mean, that's the new the the new thing that a lot of these movies are doing it, it's becoming well to me this is if i did have one criticism it's it's getting too important to set up the next movie in each of these movies you know you don't have to do that every single time right you could do it in the stingers or whatever but you could give me a complete beginning middle and end even with an origin story it's okay to foreshadow or whatever but i think it i, I think it like kind of it, it came to a full stop and then the stinger set up the next one yeah i, I mean it, it's but it, i feel like it's we're getting too relying on that formula of oh you know what i'm also a little wrong because doesn't wong say that the 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 eye of agamotto is uh is an infinity stone yeah oh yeah that's true yeah Uh yeah the eye of agamotto of course was different it's an infinity stone in the in the marvel cinematic cinematic yeah but not in the uh but no not in the comics in the comics it doesn't control time the Eye of Agamotto. It, all it, all it's sort of like a truth potion. It can see the truth. 
That's all I did in the. It's in an the, amulet, magic lasso. Right, it's, it's an amulet. It can see things as they really are. That's mm-hmm. the quote. It can see things as they really are, and so it wasn't an infinity stone. But now. I feel like there's too many Infinity Stones in the Marvel Cinematic That's Universe. That's worrying me a little bit, and I and I. Well, you, have to, you need enough to fill a gauntlet. Well, the gauntlet only has six stones, right? It's Thanos made the gauntlet, and there's six stones, and uh, I had to write them. I had to look them up, right? So the co- the Cosmic Cube, which was the Tesseract mm-hmm. uh, in the in the cinematic, that's one of them. And then there's the Mind Stone, which Vision has in his in his brain box right. that came from the staff of Loki mm-hmm. in the in the movies. <clears throat> that's uh, that's the Mind Stone. But then isn't it like, it, don't they have it in Luke Cage now in the Judas Bullets or whatever? Like to, to No, sh- that's not an Infinity Stone. Well, it's alien technology or something. It's yeah, just alien tech? Yeah. That's okay. I haven't got to that part of Luke Cage but the, yet. Uh, but, you know, and then oh, what wait. about the, uh, you know, the or living t- shadowy thing that attacked Natalie the e- Portman? The Aether? The Aether? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Aether thing. That's the red, that's the red mm-hmm. goo. Mm-hmm. And that's the, that's the power gem, right? Like the red one was the power gem. The blue one was the mind gem, so that's vision, right? That's the mm-hmm. thing in vision. The um, that's gonna hurt when Thanos takes that out, you guys. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> the purple gem, which was in the hammer uh, for Guardians, Guardians of, the of the Galaxy, that's uh, the space gem. The uh, the time gem was orange, but I don't. The Eye of Agamotto was green, which was the soul gem in the comics, but we haven't found the soul gem in the movies yet. So I don't know. Mm. I don't know where we will find the soul gem. All right, a lot to ponder. And then we got a reality gem, which is yellow. Which I don't remember there being a yellow one. Yeah, I, I, I honestly, the, the the constantly talking about the Infinity Stones and all of these. Like, is this leading to some final? Yeah, the Infinity War. That's, That's the, the Infinity War movie where it's, it's just going to be a pylon. It's, it's a two Avengers. It's a part one and part two of the Avengers that'll have everybody in it. Right, that sounds also enormously expensive. It sounds and like that's the end of all movies. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. Like, when this country divulges into a, you know, d- degrades into a civil war and we're all killing each other, that's when that movie's going to come out, and then that's the end of civilization. Very possible. And then Robert you Downey know, Jr. will be like, ah. It's all about the release date, really. <laughs> <laughs> you go, January you wanna, 21st. Yeah, you don't want to go up against the apocalypse. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Two days don't. before. Two yeah, days yeah, before. Yeah. Make sure it's a holiday weekend. <laughs> sure. Sure. It's um yeah, so 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 let's let's talk about the um the effects for a little bit because oh, they God. were absolutely fantastic. And one oh, of the gosh. things we've seen too is when we see the summer and even like a lot of these effects driven movies, you get a little um jaded because all yeah. right, how many times can we see a building blow up? How many yeah. times can we see you know, a river or a robot or a superhero go into, you know, or an alien. Giant and ship. Yeah, this did things that were so unique and so different. I mean, we saw some stuff like this in Inception, but it really um, uh, had a different feel and a vibe to it, just even with the audio design, like the, with all the, the cranking and like when it when all the buildings twist oh, onto yeah, each yeah. other, the, yeah, the, the really cool yeah. sound design on it. And uh, I want to give a shout out to Todd Perry, who was one of the CG... Um, supervisors on the film and he also did the animation for earbuds so (laughs) hey what's earbuds you guys anyway (laughs) jackie you know it's available for download at comedyfilmnerds.com standard def high def or with extras you can see interviews with jackie cation and all your favorite podcasters uh the thing like i was like oh yeah we've seen this you know this is like the next generation of inception Mm. Uh, technology. And I was like, that's cool. And, and, and to watch that in 3D was cool. 
But when he goes into the mystical world, the, the, the oh the oh with Dormammu, Therma- that was unbelievable, and that to me was when when I was like, this is when three D is great. Right. Because 3D you. is helping tell the story. Right. They're not yeah. just like, obviously we've talked about on the show, when they just tack on 3D, it's such bullshit. Mm-hmm. Or when they just go, and you talk about the, effect, the, the visual effects, if they're just going, hey, look, we've got a bunch of money and computers, you know? like <laughs> Suicide yeah. Squad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Suicide Squad. It's, it's dumb. <laughs> this was using the technology and the 3D to tell the story. I felt like I was, the 3D was cool when he's in the regular world and the buildings are falling on each other. It's like, oh, wow. And then he goes into, like, I was, they took me there. Yeah. They took me to this yeah. new world, this new universe. And it was, I was so, like you said, I was so immersed in it. Mm-hmm. I felt like- You don't need arrows being thrown at you. No, no, that's the thing. They, they didn't throw things at you. They pulled you in. Right. Yeah. Which right. is what 3D ought to be. I mean, that's virtual reality, right? Is where we're yes. looking around going, oh, I'm in a weird field and mm-hmm. look at the flowers or whatever, you know, whatever it is. And- you guys are talking about the special effects, but that scene with Dormammu and the <laughs> the time loop. First of all, oh, the time loop shit was hol- oh was, yeah, that was was funny. brilliant and yeah. hilarious. Yeah, brilliant and it was so funny. And they introduced the time thing so that they could use the time thing. Mm-hmm. They introduced the gun into the plot, and then they used the gun. Right? It wasn't just hey, here's a magical thing that can happen. Right? And there, here's a real magical thing that we're going to use later in the movie. And I was right. like. That's that's storytelling. That's real storytelling, and I was psyched. It was because well, it, it, it's the it's the best. They, it, it's great writing. It's good storytelling, and then they use the effects to help tell the story. Yeah, and yeah. they didn't and, overwhelm the the story, and the story didn't didn't it didn't look suffer pointless from too many. Yeah, yeah uh, you know, effects overwhelming it. Right, where you just tune out. You're just like another blow up space chase, whatever. I don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. Where this was like, oh, the effects were the time warp thing. It was so cool. Yeah. And Thermama was getting mad. I'm laughing in the middle of this amazing effect scene. Yes. That's also telling the story of and showing how he's learning and how he's going to defeat this foe. And it was just fantastic. It was and just like, one death after another. And you're like, okay, so they showed us a half a dozen or 10, 10 ways he died. How long did it take Dormammu to, to realize? Right. And what's the psychological impact on Stephen Strange? The, the fact that he had to die a gajillion times, like Groundhog Day, right? right. And it was... It was so powerful. It was it was one of those. There were like three real emotional scenes for me that I thought when he checks the pulse of the guy he killed. Yeah, that was really that felt real. That I was like, yeah, that's what a doctor would do, and, and he and, would and be disappointed, right? Yeah. That, that he just killed somebody, yeah. right? Because that's the other thing too is like, um, and I think the superhero movies have taken some slack and I feel like Marvel is trying to sort of respond to the fact that they have this big fight in New York City and everyone's like, yay, they saved the world and everyone is going, how many thousands of people died in that? And so you have to, that's never really been, we've never answered that or talked about it in the comic book world. We just say, big fight and they blow them up and they beat the aliens. Well, well, what I I like about what Marvel's done, they do reference it. Like every other Mm -hmm. show, they call it the incident. Right. New York. So it's like this big giant thing that happens. It gets referenced in Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, um, Agents, Agents of Shield. Agents of Shield. If I I watched it. Uh, Uh, Yeah, yeah. it's all over Agents of Shield. So they're just like, 
that's why shield was dissolved and uh so because of the horror and now and now there's the registration act and there's all these you know yeah i was watching i was watching jessica jones and they were like the incident and oh can somebody mind control and you're like she goes so there's a big green guy and all of his buddies and and aliens coming in to attack and we're not can we don't want to believe that someone can control somebody else's mind? Yeah. I was like, wow, they're really weaving this all in right. there. Yeah. And and having to deal with the fact that like in these big superhero fights, people are gonna die. People are gonna die. There's gonna be property damage up the yin yang. Yes. Yeah. And insurance will happen in civil war. I mean, that was yeah. kind of the that was a the big thing there. Of, yeah. uh, of that. And like, you know, with all this power, you know, you get your energy beam a couple inches off and that was a that was get, such a yeah. great moral um, debate in Civil War, and and like it was say, better than the comics. I thought the movie, the Civil War movie, oh, yeah. was better than the comics, mm. just because the stakes were higher and the issues were were not as blurred. Because then the in the it, it, it felt more, well, I, I think that, like it the comic book felt like oh this is a comic book Civil War. Yes, the movie felt like the Civil War movie felt like oh if these people actually existed in this world this would be the discussion that would be happening. In our yes. current political climate and the way the media is and everything mm-hmm. else, this is how it would be handled. Right. And poorly. How, poorly, yes. <laughs> and, how they, and how it would make them actually fight internally. Right, where it would not be, there would be little or no common sense and it would all be escalated, all run by emotion, and then one one guy who had some pretty I'm good sorry, chops. are you talking about the election? Uh, no, I was talking about the bad guy in Civil War who made them fight each other and that's what he wanted, you know? Oh, so I mean, Putin. Yeah. Right, exactly, exactly. And so, right, it's it's him or Bannon or some white supremacist who's like, if we could get them to kill each other, then we won't have to, and then we'll just pick up the pieces and we'll be able to enslave who we want right. and, uh, and and do whatever we want. The Russian army can go through Latvia. Nice. And uh, I'm sorry, I no, got that, I got it mixed no. up. I think you're thinking of Latveria. Latveria, that's it, Doctor Doom. Ah, oh, there's nice. a great Doctor Doom, Doctor uh, Doctor Strange crossover that I couldn't find, and uh, wow, having some issues. Okay, so, um, <laughs> but it was it was, uh, yeah. Other favorite scenes. Other favorite scenes. Okay, so I just I don't know if I mentioned this, but uh, in the Into Shambhala, uh graphic novel favorite scene, um, Doctor Strange has sex with a bunch of statues. So you, you've been d- talking about nothing else. I know Chris. It's, and that's it the weird thing because about it's so crazy. It's one of those. <laughs> it's mannequin uh, love. It, it's one of those weird graphic novels that's like at the time was like, quote, you know, completely controversial that came out. But I was reading about Dr. Strange, too. And <laughs> I'm all still these, a little weirded out by yeah, yeah, There's a controversy it's there. <laughs> uh, so if you go back deep enough, like you literally could find anything in Dr. Strange. It's so that's it's the great a, thing about it because it's open, trippy. Yeah, it, it's such an open book where. Uh, it's like I said, looking at uh, creation and talking to God. And fighting it ca- it ca- yeah, it came and out of this anywhere. LSD time. Right. You know, mm-hmm. LSD, the current uh, ayahuasca is what you mm-hmm. kids are doing, I think, right now, right? And so whatever. But uh, <laughs> the 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 but it can be that because it's different dimensions, and it can right. be like every every time I read. He's so powerful, right? He's the Sorcerer Supreme. He's like Superman in that way, right? The only way, the, one of the things that they have to do to make him less powerful every 
six arcs is because they can only introduce so many giant monsters from other dimensions and so many sidekicks who show up and you know now he has to raise babies or what i mean who knows like it's uh, you know my three dads or whatever and uh, but the but they usually end up taking his powers away like there was the arc that is currently that just ended that oh my god who wrote was it mark wade again anyway but it was um they took away his powers because magic was being destroyed all over the Marvel universe. Magic was there were these uh, science science robots that were came from the future to, and from a different dimension to destroy all of magic. And all the Sorcerer Supreme in all the parallel dimensions have been destroyed except for Doctor Strange. That's in the current. Uh, that's the that's the current storyline in Doctor Strange. There are no more Sorcerer Supremes except him, and the Scarlet Witch is wandering around, uh, also all trying to fix magic. And then there's like nine pieces of magic left. But there's it's funny because one of the last where's issues, the Enchantress in all this? Well, she's around. She is around. I mean, the ones that lived, they had to mm-hmm. give him their magic in the in the eleventh hour. Everybody mm-hmm. had to give what little bit of magic so that he could fight and defi- and and get rid of all this stuff. But the crazy thing is, Wong has been keeping something in his basement that is taking all the pain. Because every time you you perform magic, there is a cost. There is a magical cost, and that is referenced in the movie with those with with the objects. And that cost is um, is what the ancient one was bleeding off into the dark dimension. Mm-hmm. I think I don't. That was not. I just made that up. Yeah. So, but it's fiction. So why not? Yeah. It could be a thing. That could be magical speculation. Sure, <laughs> it's magical speculation. <laughs> <laughs> and magical speculation. <laughs> but New I, phrase just going here. Episode hashtag. fifty, guys. <laughs> hashtag magical speculation. Okay. And, but the thing in his basement had was just made of pain. And there was so much of it because of the decades of uh, Wong just shunting off the pain down into the basement um, that it's it's the second – I think it's the thing that defeats – I talk about spoiler. Uh, this is the thing that defeats the bad guy robots that want to destroy magic. They, have, they eventually – have to fight all of his pain from doing magic for 30 years. Have you heard or seen any indication as to if any of these storylines are going to make their way into the next film? I don't know. The oath, with the thing that was written by Brian K. Vaughn, was essentially about the Hippocratic Oath, which we see in this movie. Yes. So this is kind of, it's origin-y. They introduce that, the guy who didn't fix his hands because they were unfixable. Mm-hmm. Uh, that guy becomes Nicodermus, Nicodemus, t- uh, what was his name? Nicodemus. Nicodemus, uh, Nostra Damas, uh, unfamiliar, <laughs> but uh, sh- uh, he uh, he's in here as a bad guy at, at uh, in yeah. So he's all of these characters are in there, so they have so much to pull from. Like I have that essential Doctor Strange book. I haven't been able to read it. It's hard for me to read comics from the from the seventies, eighties, and nineties because the layout is different. And I learned how to read comics in the early two thousands. And I would just have to really just. And it's all in black and white. It's just pen and ink because they just you re- learned how to read comics in the early two thousands. It's I I read comics in high school and I only read Spider Man. It's like manga. Really, if you uh, once Which you get a, u- once you get used to it, right, you'll be able to. It's do intuitive, it. right, right. But th- it's like when they say Apple products are intuitive; they're only intuitive after you've learned how to use your first Apple product, <laughs> and then they're all intuitive. You're correct. Uh, so what I have to do, like I've read a couple manga, but I haven't been able to 
like, I don't know where I'm going on the monitor because it reads like Hebrew, right? It reads right to left. And so you have to start in the upper right-hand corner uh, yes. and read it down. And you're like, yeah, my brain. And so, but if I did it, and there's a million 11-year-olds who are fine. They can read. They, they can do it. My favorite part of a, a manga book is uh, when you open it like a normal book, and yeah. it says, "Stop! You're reading this the wrong way." <laughs> oh, do they like usually do that? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, one of my nephews got me his favorite. He's you know he was 17. I think he got me this manga book. It was about the Silk Road, and it was about some woman who was sold she was like 19 and she was given to the village over so it was like a slice of life kind of historical manga and it was it was weird there's there's ones for everything there's ones for everybody and so she had been sold in a marriage to a 12 year old boy at the next village so he she's hanging out with this kid and she's like well we're married did you want to uh not have sex let's not that would be weird uh but uh, do you want to <laughs> go play cards or something i mean and literally she like takes him to play cards and ride horseback and teaches him how to fight. So it's kind of a cool... <laughs> I don't know the name of it. I have no information. Allow very, me to introduce nothing to you. It sounds very Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> right. It sounds cooly. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of awesome Japanese thing. That yeah. you're like, oh, it's I like get it. Akira with a horse. <laughs> Did you ever play Shadow of the Colossus? No, Jackie. P- PS3, PS2. No. I have played Shadow of the Colossus, but I... It's a beautiful... It is, but I the controls bother me. I only got to the third Colossus. Oh, my God. Oh, you could have stuck it out. There's only eight. It's essentially eight <laughs> boss battles. Eight? Does that sound right? Anyway, it's pretty great. And it's very beautiful. What else from this film do you guys want to discuss? Yeah, what else? Before uh, we shut it down. <laughs> right, right. We could just shut it down. It's true. Uh, it's. I, I have to say, I, I was a little uh, skeptical of, um, you know, Sherlock, Benedict Cumberbatch doing yeah. that. Uh, Doctor Strange. Granted, he looked just like him. I wasn't worried about that. I was worried about how he would play him. And I, I think he pulled it off. I really do. It was a little uh, off-putting with thinking, all right, well, that's normally his character with a British accent, and it's Sherlock. Yep. Um, Which but, is why I knew he would he could do it. Yeah, so, and I was psyched he did the American accent yes. to change it up. So I, I like that. I liked, um, you know, it's one of those rare cases where um, I thought sometimes the movie moved a little too fast. Like I, I actually would have liked a few more scenes in the beginning of showing him what a dick and an arrogant doctor right. he was uh, before the accident. Like I know the accident's coming, but no, let, let me. No, they got to it quick. Yeah, yeah, let it breathe a little bit. Let me see really what an arrogant prick he is. And right, uh, I, I didn't. I don't know enough about watches, uh, but he had a lot of watches. You yeah, guys, uh, he did, and they spun on their own without magic. Something was happening. There was a lot of money in that yeah. drawer full of watches. I guess. Yeah, for- sometimes you just got to pay for a custom watch drawer with the top. <laughs> <laughs> I liked how they got into it quickly, honestly. Uh-huh. I yeah. was just like, yeah, I got it. He's a rich dick doctor. Let's right. go. Put yeah, on the yeah. cape. Let's get into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I was, and when they introduced the cape, I, know. I was cape so psyched. It was one of my favorite parts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you're just like, oh, he's... And then and then he just it kind of swirls around him. I genuinely applauded. I applauded. <laughs> I was like, "Yes, well played. Well played, Marvel." Cuz he looks perfect now. Yes. Yeah. And and then Christine, who was I guess his girlfriend at one point in the in the books, I don't know a lot about the doctor Christine Palmer. I think she was one weirdly enough Christine Palmer, the name of the um that nurse mm-hmm. was the name of one of the night nurses in the original Night Nurse series. 
Uh, mm. you, you know the Night Nurse, right? It's yeah. it's That's Rosario the, Dawson yes. in Daredevil and Who in helps Luke Cage. The superheroes. Right, and she doesn't have any of the names of the three because there were three Night Nurses in the original, mm. and uh, Rosario Dawson's character does not have any of the names of any of those three women. And uh, you're but like, they Ooh. they reference her as Night Nurse, I think, in Luke Cage. Finally, in, finally yeah, yeah, which is cool. Which makes mm. me want someone want someone someone. Please write just night nurse stuff because it right. it's awesome. I think. Wait, did Chelsea Kane just do that in Mockingbird? Maybe. I don't know if you guys aren't reading Mockingbird. There's only five issues. Chelsea Kane got a lot of shit from some some broy fucks online, and she's not used to it. She's a just started writing comic books. She wrote a lot of murder mysteries, mm-hmm. and she's just I think her first arc in comic book writing. She wrote one Mockingbird, and it went so well that they gave her a five-issue arc. And it's I'm on issue four, and it's great. But there's she got so much shit online because one of the cover art, I guess, said, asked me about my feminist agenda, and somebody got mad, and then uh, they just piled on her, just oh, all, wow. all the dingbats. Good old internet. Good old internet uh, piled on her, and she <sighs> took it all too personally. If she had just done stand-up for 30 years, yeah. she'd know better she'd be than to, to take anything that, uh, personal. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, am I a bit. fat dyke? I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you could just I'm going to keep doing my set because they have to pay me at the end of this yeah. 40 minutes. <laughs> Are you sad at me? I'm so sorry. And, uh, do, just make the innate, check out to Jackie Cash. This innate, of, this innate ability to just go, oh, go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know? Right. After 20 years of doing stand-up, it's a go fuck go yourself. Go fuck yourself. Like, yeah. Okay. Like, I, I was debating some uh, some trumpers online and eventually i just went i just went uh you know once you've proven that you're not gonna like logically listen to anything or provi- provide any points <laughs> yeah, then right. i'm gonna just write i'm just gonna write well i do this guy was like i do kids charity oh what do you take the kids to a nazi rally with your guns <laughs> like i just was like you want to fuck around we can fuck around you want to play this game like right well that's it i mean i've always nobody's uh, everyone's genuinely pretty nice to me right. online and and when they get mean it, i've never been in that mood right the mood where i'm like well let's do this right and uh but I, I wait for the time when I am in the mood to just sort of fuck with them because I usually just block them. Yeah, you just go, I'm yeah. done. I I'm done. I'm done. Block you. And and people tell you don't block people online because that gives them a sense of satisfaction. I was like, yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm yeah, we're both happy. That's exactly what you're supposed we're, to do. We're you're both... not, what you're not supposed to do is engage them. Right. No, the whole point is blocking them. They don't get the attention that they wanted. Right. right. And they're like, well, they they wanted to be blocked, and I was like, well, then they win. They're good for And them. I win. Yeah. We all win. But they don't though. They don't want to be blocked. They want to get under your skin right. and have you respond. That's really what they want blocking them takes that power away from them right so yeah just just step away from the screens people look around i mean granted you are listening to a podcast but i solomon giorgio had this great line on stage the night of the election i follow matt brunger on snapchat Mm -hmm. and it was like watching someone turn into a vampire it was in 10 second (laughs) clips matt brunger like being just melting and it was i was like dude and this i i saw it the next day and i wanted to just call him and go you all right, man? I mean, I wanted to call everybody and give them a hug because uh, we're all living in a future that is yet to be, right? So, uh, oh, no, no, this has already happened. Well, we just get in the way. 1930s journey. You know what I wanted to do? But I didn't want to live through history. I, yeah. I, I have absolutely no interest in living through history. I was hoping to just coast here. And now I'm going to have to get in the way of shitty behavior every fucking day. Yep. That's annoying to me because I'm an American. And I believe in fr- truth, justice in the American way, but I'm also super lazy because I'm an American. <laughs> so uh, I don't understand. Uh, they, those two 
diametrically opposed, and uh, yet I will get off my ass and get in the way of your shitty behavior because, ooh, Muslims. Anyway, there's 12 of them. Okay, in the United... Uh, so, I have lost the thread. Oh, uh, <laughs> Chelsea Kane, Mockingbird. So, no, read it. We were talking amazing. about having sex with statues. And statues, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Who makes statues with orifices in them? Um, <laughs> I don't it's, know, but we should have them as a sponsor. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Me undies, you guys. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> this is a fleshlight. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, I feel as though we've come to the conclusion on oh this episode. Oh, my God. Episode. We've certainly... Oh, no, we have like 10 minutes ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you we can just it chop it off. <laughs> I'm glad we gave you guys a little bonus content on this episode. Uh, <laughs> Rage. Again, you guys demanded it. <laughs> Jackal and Cation, where can people find you on the internet? I am Jackie Cation, and you can go to at Jackie Cation at everything. JackieCation.com uh, I have a podcast called The Dork Forest where I dork out about stuff with people I also have a stand-up podcast where we just bitch about stand-up comedy with Lori Kilmartin called The Jackie and Lori Show and uh, and I do stand-up comedy next week I'm all over the Bay Area and then driving five hours north of the Bay Area which is not the Bay Area that's genuinely Northern California Arcata oh wow so go to JackieCation.com go to my tour page if you want to come see me do stand-up Earbuds podcasting documentary, folks, is available for purchase. I'm in the uh, first 20. Yeah, Jackie's yes. in it. And a little B-roll with the Hobbit sword little at the end. Oh. Hobbit sword B-roll? Um, Sting. And uh, yeah, so if you just go to uh, comedyfilmers.com, right on the homepage, you can get a, a standard dev version for $7.99, high dev for $8.99, bonus features for $2.99, and you can get the... Uh, the high def and bonus features together as a 10.99 download. What? Uh, yeah, that's uh, not bad. That's a great deal. It's the best price. People should on. just throw you like 20 bucks and get all the fucking things. Get it all. Or you could, but you can do it for 11. 11 bucks gets yep. you gets the, you everything. everything. Gets you everything. An hour of bonus features. Oh geez. Yeah. We yeah. take care of you guys. Yeah, yeah. 11 bucks. 11 bucks. Get on it. Come on. It's Christmas. Um, we sell gift cards. Uh, digital gift cards uh, that you can give to people. A couple of people have already done that. They have, because they were asking, like, well, I want to give this download to somebody. What do I do? You just can fill out a gift card and send it to them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we sell all of Jackie's products on this line? Yes. Uh uh, All Dork Forest. This is the only place to get the streaming of my special. Yes. This will make an excellent Horcrux DVD. Only place to get the download. Shazam. So, guys, do your Christmas shopping with us. Um, Looks yeah. like you guys have Dana Gould t-shirts, too. We do. We have awesome. a few, yeah. Because yeah, awesome. we're all gearing up for the war on Christmas. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, that's it. And uh, we're going to be setting up some screenings um, around uh, the world uh, in the next beginning of New Year. And uh, we might come to a city near you. And in the meantime, download the movie and tell your friends. And thank you so much for supporting uh, independent artists. Much appreciated. It was a long journey. Now we're really happy that we can get the movie. Finally too. got money going in the right direction with this. Yes. <laughs> now it's not all going out. Now only <laughs> half of it is going out. Some of it's coming back in. But we will have DVDs available in the next couple of weeks too. Those are yes. getting. We're working on those literally that, right now. That takes a process, but we'll get those done to you and they will have a bonus. The bonus content will be on that as well. Um, all right, guys, uh, like us, um, give us the, you know, all the stuff you can do for free. Spend $20 with us once a year. You keep us afloat. Um, thank you again, Jackie. Thanks for having me, you guys. What's, what's, what's the thing you always say at the end? We're about to do that. Oh, I, I forgot what it was for a second. Then I remembered it. It's coming. I am over here. I'll be, I'll I'll shut it down. Cation, Cation out. (laughs) My name is Graham Elwood. And I'm Chris Mancini. And as always, remember, Remember, Han Han shot shot first. first. Yay, Jackie. (laughs) 